What's up? So, I am curious if you are wishing you had more answers about your future. (laughs) Are you unable to fall asleep at night while worrying and stressing? I get it. Are you thinking that if I had these answers, maybe I could fall asleep easier instead of going into this cycle, right? Insomnia, worry, low energy, and then low energy means... I worry more, and then I have insomnia and can't sleep, and, uh, okay, that's a terrible, nasty cycle. You're in luck. I'm going to show you how to do more and think less while you are stressed in school right now, girl. Hey, girl. Welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college? because you're drowning in debt and student loans. Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. So, do you want to connect with other like-minded girls? And guys, you guys are welcome too. It's just, I have some stuff that I just talk about that are more girl-specific, so that's fine. You should join our Facebook community. It's called Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. Christian College Girl Community dash scholarships and graduate debt-free, because we talk about that quite a bit. But there's also, you know, mental health and faith support and just conversation about the situation. So let me first start by saying I entirely get it. I had some great times in college. I had some stressful times in college. Um, But even if I got over some seasons of stress and worry, it seems like they would come back. Like I learned how to com- combat it like eventually and stuff. Also a lot after I graduated college, you know, the whole wish you would have known that before. So I'm going to share that with you today, but I just wanted to relate to you guys because I remember the cycle of anxiety, um, trying to pray about it. It did help me grow my faith, but I'd still go to bed, worrying. It'd take me two, three, four hours to fall asleep. Sometimes I'd just get up and do stuff then, but then I'd be tired from that. Or if I can't fall asleep fast, I... I'm exhausted the next day. When you're exhausted, when you're weaker, your mind's more susceptible to chaos, less peaceful, more worry. Uh, try to go to sleep at night, still work. Like it's, it's a vicious cycle, right? I have been there so many times. I've had, you know, deepening my relationship with God that has helped. I've had practical steps and advice. I have had, you know natural supplements gone for medical help related to it, to check into it, all this sort of stuff. We're going to go through 
some tricks. Three, hmm, three and a half <laughs> specific tricks. Um, I say a half because I don't know if the last one counts as a whole one. And that can help you just kind of like tell your mind to shut up, right? To worry less, to think less, to just do more and be focused as a college student. Okay, I'm actually pretty excited about these because <laughs> if you can really just um, exemplify these, hold these, able to do these, I think it could really help. So let's talk about steps. First one uh, that I think kind of runs this cycle in a circle, cycle in a circle, you know, is worry. There might be other medical reasons for insomnia. I am not a medical professional um, or, you know, for mental health issues. If you really have a specific anxiety disorder or clinical depression, I am not saying <laughs> they'll just cure that or, you know, you should go see a doctor about that. But this first step within just having a hard time, like I remember having, is Worrying about answers for your future, what to do with that, going to God. You're probably going to be sick of me mentioning that, but if I mention this sort of thing just constantly in tons of episodes, it'll probably sink in eventually, right? <laughs> going to Jesus and just being like, I am so concerned and worried about my future. How can I let it go and release it to you, God? You know, how can... I have more strength to trust you in it. Can you show me exactly where you're directing me? And if you don't show me exactly, you know, if you only show me a few steps ahead of me and then I have to trust you, please surround me with other people who trust you so I can see it being done. I would just ask that before endeavoring any new thing or, or trying to get going on something that you pray, Ask for help, ask for guidance, get in the community of people that could provide maybe some mentorship or pray for you. And you might be willing or thinking you'll overlook this step, but it really is the first step to ask for wisdom to how to handle the next steps, right? All right. Secondly, this is something that has helped me immensely, but also comes with a caveat. No, that's probably not the right word. It comes with a warning. No, that makes it sound, sound scary. Okay, what it is basically is I'm suggesting a natural supplement that really helped me. But you need to check with your doctor. Is this going to interact with some issue you already have, you know? Or have you taken a certain medication? Let me put all the <laughs> concerns out there. Just be aware of that. But I'm telling you my story of how it helped me take it into account. Have you ever heard of St. John's wort? Funny name. If St. John had a wort, I'm not sure I want to be anywhere near it. But don't worry, it's just a plant. It's just a plant, okay? Plants have weird names and whatever. Um, it's a supplement that's made from a plant that is called to be nature's natural antidepressant. Meaning it's a plant that tends to stabilize um, more of a mood stabilizer, and have similar properties to, like, different types of antidepressants um, where, oh shoot, what's the hormone called? Um, serotonin. 
it's like an SSRI, if you know what that is for antidepressant um, medication. And it can just really help, I don't know, mellow the brain. It can really help boost your serotonin. It can really help, but it's not chemical, right? It's what people used to use back when. <laughs> um, oftentimes that it can help emotions around your period. So that's a big point that I'm going to go into next, but, but hang on. First, let me finish this one. St. John's wort, because it's a plant, so natural, so gentle, you usually have to take it for a while to see results. I don't mean years. I mean, you want to give it at least two to three months. If you're not, you know, you're looking for immediate help, obviously praying to God, asking for guidance, and some of the other suggestions I have that could help you more immediately. But I want to mention that because if you started now, how much better will you be once the summer comes, once the next year comes? Really do some research on that. Um, you know, you want to make sure it's a supplement that does not have a bunch of extra additives in it, of like sugar, or there's no reason for it to have soy or glucose in it or whatever. Um, not glucose, gluten, that's what I meant. And, you know, it'll probably have some sort of like vegetable capsule that it's in. But I don't know, it helped me amazingly. Not only just mellowed out overall, like I feel like I cried less. And listen, tears really can help me process things. And there's nothing to be ashamed of for needing to have a good cry. But it still helped me. And around my period, man, how I was so much more stable. How I felt myself not as emotional to a... Um, hindering degree that would hinder like other um, other parts of my life and work and stuff. That gets me around to something called cycle syncing or calendar syncing um, on your period. Have you ever heard of this? Did you know there's a reason why in a month you might have a whole bunch of energy and, you know, be on top of it and be all productive and then have low energy and feel terrible? Okay. Let me let me walk you through this a little bit. If guys are listening, I encourage you to listen because you'll probably learn a bit more about your female friends or girlfriend or sisters or moms or whatever. Um, so sometimes when women say they feel crazy around their period, it really is that their mind is just sometimes feeling insane because of all the hormones and they're just not themselves. But did you know that there are four phases of the menstrual cycle? The first is menstruation, right, when we're on our period. The second is the follicular phase. Third is ovulation, you know, usually halfway between each period. And the fourth is the luteal phase. We don't really have a chance to go too deeply into all of these, but obviously when you're in your period, you know that you can feel off, whether that's physical pain, emotional, etc., etc. And my advice to you is, are you feeling more of this worry, this anxiety, this um, insomnia during this period, <laughs> the period of your period? That's why. And that's okay. And that's what we all have had. And I give you freedom to plan less things during that time, to try to get your home other homework done ahead of time. So during that period of, <laughs> I don't mean to, it's not... Keep saying period. I really mean during that time frame, it's 
you're like just doing the bare minimum of what you have to do. And you're telling yourself, you don't have to plan for the future. You'll do it later when you cycle, when you just feel so great, right? So letting yourself kind of go, I don't mean don't take care of yourself, but just letting it go more than just knowing that. Put this on your calendar. It's around that week or so that you're in your period. Next is the follicular phase. So um, your hormones are kind of changing. You're building up to basically a better mood, usually. And um, you're just getting back into feeling like your normal self throughout the beginning to the end of this phase. You might be feeling some more energy, um, some more mental clarity, maybe a little less anxiety as you build up, you know, farther and farther away from your period. Okay, just take that into your account into account in your month. I know you can't always plan like finals around when your period is because it has to do with the rest of the year, but you can plan the rest of your life around this. You might start working out a little more at this point. Um, gather with some friends, feel more able to work on that project because you're feeling better. The third phase is ovulation, usually halfway through each period. And I'm not going to go into all of what happens in your body during this phase. Maybe a little later on, if you guys want a time more focused to this. But often women have the most um, energy during this phase, right? They're at the farthest point between each period. Um, they're feeling better mentally, physically. They might not need as much sleep. So you can be kind of more allow yourself to do more of the hard work or the projects or the stuff that takes mental clarity or creative energy during this time frame. I am not saying don't sleep. Get your sleep, girl. But this might be that phase of the month when you do feel better. This is why. When you're not worrying as much or having as hard of a time having energy, this is why. And that's okay. That's what the cycle is. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, you can just even knowing this, put it on your calendar and knowing this is more of an energy time or feeling better time, maybe do some of the hardest things in your life during this time because you can handle it. And then fourth is the luteal phase. In this phase, you're kind of coming down from the high. Okay, I'm not saying urine drugs, okay, but you're kind of coming down. You're getting closer to the um, period time frame kind of maybe getting a little emotional, kind of slowing down, less energy, really you need to start taking care of yourself a bit more, probably need a little more sleep, hopefully as it gets closer and closer to your period, not having to do as many of the hard projects, listen to your calendar, let yourself know what's coming, this is why you're feeling this way, this is why you're kind of starting to settle down a little more, or there's more aches and pains, or why there's more worry. It's just harder to control your mind and your thoughts and your body in this phase, and then you're back to your period. So, literally, sometimes just knowing this stuff can give you such encouragement. This is why you go through these phases. This is why you're, like, misproductive and energy sometimes, and then you can barely handle when someone texts text you, like, without a smiley face. I don't know, like, <laughs> right? Just putting this stuff on your calendar can really, really help you know why you're feeling a certain way and to be able to plan 
to do higher energy things or maybe harder things or maybe, you know, things where you're staying up a little later during your ovulation phase. Now, some people actually have more pain during ovulating than when they're on their period. Um, I do not have all that info about it. I'm not a doctor. I would still encourage you to go to a lady doctor and make sure you are all on track, of course. But just letting you know that can maybe help. And, okay, this ties me into, like, putting stuff on your calendar and kind of blocking out your life. You know how I said it was three and a half steps and tricks I had? I think it's pretty much going to be four because this one, as I think about it, is a little more full than just a half. I was thinking since you were just blocking and like putting stuff in your calendar, do that for the rest of your life. That's just another quick suggestion on top of it. But I think I'm going to talk a little more in depth with it. So we're going to call this four tricks. <laughs> um, Having blocks of times to do things. I understand that sometimes it's hard. <laughs> Actually, all the time, it seems like it's hard when you're at work to think of work, when you're at school to think of school, when you're with friends to think of friends and not think of the other things. Easier said than done. But there are some times that you can block things in your day and your week. What is What most stresses you out or gets you to that point, right? There might be a time for you to do blocks of time to, like, answer messages. Because I have my own business, sometimes I get irritated or just overwhelmed that, like, so many people want to talk to me. Like, why am I so popular? That's Okay, I'm not talking about my popularity. I'm talking about having, like, clients and stuff. But um, sometimes I set, like, I'll go through all of my messages and emails once in a day. And then if I get more after that time frame that I respond, I know I'll get more, but I just don't respond. I'll look at it tomorrow. Having that sort of... Um, boundary and that block of time gives freedom that I don't have to worry or think about that till the next day. Sometimes easier said than done, but if you develop this habit, it can often work. Also social media, sometimes it's a joy. A lot of times though you leave, you know, looking at social media and you feel more anxious than you started. Maybe putting a time frame on your social, right? Like only being on it in the afternoon. In the morning, you're still getting going, waking up, trying to get somewhere fast. In the evening, it'd be better for you to settle down to go to sleep. Maybe just have it during the middle of the day. Maybe just be on social media uh, when you're ovulating, right? If we're talking about that. Because, you know, you can handle if you see stuff more that some beautiful person that you're comparing yourself to. Maybe don't be on it when uh, you're in your period because it'll just mess you up, right? And lastly, what actually has really helped in some times in my life is if I just cannot stop worrying after all of this stuff I've gone through, like, of course, continue to pray about it, but set a worry timer. If we're talking about blocking out times of your life, block out, I don't know, a half hour in the evening, I don't know how long it'll take you, to worry. The Bible talks about not worrying, so I'm not talking about um, makeup stuff to worry about. But I mean, that could be a time that you think about all you're stressed and concerned about, and pray about it, and just feel all the feels of how your body's reacting and having trouble, and I don't know how much time that'll take. Five minutes, an hour, sometimes we don't have that much time in our day if we're doing other work, but just setting a timer like, okay, between this time and this time at night, I can think about this stuff that I'm stressed about, that I'm worried about, and I'm setting a timer. But right now, I just tell my mind to politely shut up and do what I'm doing. 
And sometimes you have to keep doing that, but that's training your mind. Are you going all day worrying about, I don't know, a test the next day? But you've already studied up for it, but you're still just worried just because. Well, you're at work. Tell your mind to shut up. You'll think about that at 5.30 p.m. tonight. Just go back to work. It comes up again. Just tell your mind, like, I know you're concerned. It'll be okay. Just think about it at 5.30. Just keep putting it off until a certain time. When 5.30 hits, sit down, think about all you're concerned about. And sometimes in the past, if I wait till that point, I kind of get over it and I'm not as worried about it later. Sometimes I am and I make sure to process it and pray about it. But just setting these blocks of time so that the worry doesn't pour over into each other other times, if that makes sense. So let's review. Uh, these three tricks. Nope, four. Four tricks. <laughs> you can tell I'm just figuring the end of this out on my own as I talk. Because um, sometimes I think of new stuff I want to say, you know, as we're going. Or the Spirit leads, right? And guides me to say stuff that'll help you out there in the world. So, to fight these worries and questions about your future, having a hard time falling asleep at night, while stressing, having insomnia, low lack of energy, coming to Jesus, telling him your worries about the future and how you want answers, praying, right? Next step on top of that could really help is this supplement St. John's Word. Obviously, make sure you talk to a doctor, do some research. How much it made such a huge difference, like People around me couldn't always tell sometimes when I started my period because I just seemed normal. Like, that was kind of amazing for me, at least. Fourth is, do that cycle syncing. Put on your calendar. What phase of your cycle are you in? When you're starting to feel off, look at that and be like, oh yeah, I'm in my luteal phase. It makes sense. I'm starting to feel less energy. starting to feel kind of cranky. That doesn't necessarily take it away, but at least you can be like, I'm normal. This is why. I'm going to wait to do that really hard thing until I start feeling better. Unless if there's a deadline, of course, but there's stuff that you can wait on. Or, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling productive. That's because maybe you're ovulating, right? So, yeah, cycle syncing. And then lastly, having blocks of times to do things that are most stressing you out, like answering messages or emails or whatever. Do it in a chunk of time and then just let it be till tomorrow. Maybe on social media. Do it when the time of the month that you're feeling the best instead of the worst. Or whatever you decide. And put in on a worry timer. You know, are you stressing about this, but you cannot actively control it or contribute to solving it right now? Well, then keep putting it off until this evening or whenever, when you're going to have time to think about it. It comes up again. Just gently put it off. It's like a child that's in timeout and keeps standing up. You're not going to lose your patience. You're not going to scream at them and hit the child, right? Or I will report you. <laughs> you're going to be like, I know you're you're sick of, you know, worrying or sick of being in timeout. But just got to go back. Got to sit there. Got to wait until the time comes when it can be done or you can process it. Has that made any sense? <laughs> so... I don't know. I liked this kind of one because it's so near and dear to my heart and has stressed me out, <laughs> to be very honest. I would really love to connect with you more and more to help you in your certain phase of life, what's most stressing you out. Could you please put 
on over to the Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community, and let me know two things. Let me know which of these um, tips and tricks best help you. You know, like if your mind was blown that you had a monthly cycle that in-depth, I want to know about it. And also let us know how we can most pray for you regarding that uh, trick that, you know, seemed like it was just for you, right? Um, so again, head on over to Facebook to the Christian College Girl community and let us know. Post, join the group. We'd love to have you. And until then, I hope this helps and you feel much, much better, girl. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.